The Collindale Gazette is the new podcast from Brian and Rogers' Dan Skinner. If you've got a story for the Collindale Gazette, leave a message, and if we like what we hear, we'll get back to you. I wonder if any of your readers would be interested in this. It's quite personal. Um, I've never told anyone this, but I've never had much luck in life. So search for The Collindale Gazette wherever you get your podcasts. You won't regret, you might regret it. Cheese and pickle. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Brian and Roger by Dan Skinner and Harry Peacock. This episode of Brian and Roger is set in November 2020. <coughs> Morning, Roger. Um, I've just had a call from Matt Hancock, who I'm sure you're aware is the health secretary. Um, he worked under me at Sotheby's in the mid-90s before he got into politics, and I, um, I took him under my wing briefly, uh, and he calls me very occasionally uh, when he needs advice for stag do's or after-dinner gags, things like that. Anyway, he's, um, he's looking for ways to wind down of an evening, and I suggested a few things, but he needs to keep it clean whilst he's in office. Um and he wondered if I if I knew anyone who could teach him the banjo. Uh, I have a vague memory that you play a bit. Have I gone mad or have I got that right? Give me a ring when you can. No, no huge rush. All right. Cheers, Rog. Bye. Hello, Brian. Um, Roger here. Wow. Um, Matt Hancock. I didn't know that uh, that you knew him. God, he must be very stressed out at the moment i mean i can't imagine i mean i worry for days if i think a bus driver misconstrued something i said as rude or you know something like that i can't imagine how you cope when so many people are expecting you to sort sort everything out you know especially a sort of global pandemic you know it's obviously very very difficult and uh yeah blimey I do play um, the banjo, actually. Um, my big brother uh, taught me when I was 11. Um, he taught me to play, so it was just to try and take my mind off the fact that my dad had just left. 
Um, so I can play a bit. Um, I don't know if I could teach uh, the banjo necessarily, and you know, and it, and it might dredge up quite a lot of emotions for me because I haven't seen David, my brother, for a long time now. Uh, he was working on an oil rig off uh, the coast of Scotland, but that was about ten years ago now, and I haven't. He hasn't. I haven't heard from him. I don't know. Um, but yeah, in theory, I could teach Matt Hancock the banjo. Um, I suppose it's, you know, I could see it as my civic duty, you know, if it would help him wind down a bit, I'd be doing my bit for the country. Um, okay, um, thanks, Brian. I mean, I hope you're, hope you're well, mate. Speak soon. Bye-bye. Uh, hi, Raj, it's Brian. Uh, okay, brilliant. Look, um, he could do Tuesdays after the press briefing at number 11. Um, so, so some people are, are going to come to Anne's to check you out. And then you'll you'll have the all clear. Um, you'll be picked up and escorted to a private room at number eleven for for one hour every Tuesday if it goes well. And uh, if he makes progress, then um, you might be required to see him more often. I've said that's fine on your behalf. Look, this is obviously all quite exciting, and uh, I, I just I just need you to to sort of keep cool and. Um, you know, only speak when you're spoken to and, and that kind of thing. Don't fuck it up, Rog, because um, I've got a feeling something will come of this. I, I'm not entirely sure what yet, but, um, but yeah, yeah, it's, it's great. All right, mate, speak soon. Bye. Hello, Brian. Roger again. Oh, my goodness. Um, right, OK. Um, well, I mean, f- uh, first, first things first, I will obviously need... A banjo uh, mate because um, my banjo is still in Claire's loft so I'll need a banjo and, um, and Matt Hancock will need a banjo um, obviously so maybe when um, the people come over to sort of check me out they can bring a couple of banjos um, are they from MI5 or or, or where where or, or what uh, but um, yeah I mean I just want to brush up on the banjo before I, I you know I start teaching because uh, it might be a little rusty, you know, I don't want to let the country down. Um, I, I'm going to do my best, um, Brian, but it has been a, a while. Um, and I'm not going to tell Anne anything or Jamie or Claire or anyone at the benefits office either, um, as it's, you know, it's probably a code red or whatever. Um, I'm just guessing. Um, OK, cool. Um, I'll keep you posted. OK, thanks, mate. Bye bye. Hello, Brian. Um, it's Roger here. Um, well, um, Matt Hancock says hello, first and foremost. He's very emotional, uh, isn't he? Very, very tactile, in fact. I wasn't quite sure what to expect. Very hands-on. Um, the Special Forces people were, were great. They'd, they'd done all their background checks on me. They knew all about my legal battles with Frankie and Benny's and the fact that I live with Anne rent-free. I told Anne that they'd come to see a I wanted to join the army, but she wasn't fussed because, you know, she's glued to everyone loves Raymond at that time anyway, so she, you know, didn't bat an eyelid. They transported me in a blacked-out Range Rover, um, and there were two of them, and not entirely why, not entirely sure why there were two of them, but I went in the one behind. It was overwhelmingly spacious, huge thing. 
Um, both banjos were labelled with our names and I practised somewhere over the rainbow and when I'm cleaning windows all the way to Downing Street and I'm happy to say uh, I've still got the knack, thank God. Um, once I'd been searched they blindfolded me and they took me into a room and sat me down and I had a bando, banjo in each hand and I waited and waited and it must have only been about 10 minutes but it felt like ages. And then a nervous voice told me to remove my blindfold and there stood Matt Hancock in a shell suit. Um, I suppose he had some time off. He'd obviously been crying and he couldn't make eye contact with me but I did everything I could to try and calm him down and eventually I gained his trust and I got the banjos out but it took so long to get him to sit down and relax that we didn't really have long, you know, actually playing the banjo. But he did strum it a bit and then he burst into laughter, which then turned into tears and kept apologising and I kept telling him, it's okay, you know, it's okay, don't worry. Then a knock came at the door and the special services guys asked me to go with them and Matt begged me to come again, saying he hadn't had that much fun in a long time. I said, of course I will. Um, and then they took me back to Anne's and they gave me a phone and they told me to be ready the same time next week. So I guess it's gone okay. Um, yeah. Okay, mate. I hope all's well your end. Okay, bye. Hi, Rog. Fuck me, that sounds weird. Sounds like something out of a Stanley Kubrick film. Look, I don't, I don't want to sound like a cunt, but when someone that powerful is is that vulnerable, you, you've got to take advantage of that, haven't you? I mean, he, he sounds fucked. Really desperate. So we've, we've got to play this sweet, Rog. Do you understand? Okay, tight as a whistle. And he obviously really likes you and trusts you. So just more of the same, you know? Ask him questions, listen to him. Nod, nod a lot, let him hug you, etc. And then bang, we fuck him for all he's got and we walk into the sunset. So I, I'm just going to um, ruminate on this, um, probably get Laszlo involved in some capacity and um, we should make a move probably by the third or fourth week, I'm guessing. Okay, so but really great, Rog, really great. Well done, mate. Okay, keep me posted. Bye. Hello, Brian. Uh, it's Roger here. Um, look, I've barely slept a wink. The motorcade came and got me in the middle of the night. They woke me up whilst I was asleep on Anne's sofa. God knows how they got in. They didn't even let me get dressed. So I just grabbed the banjos and they gave me a blanket once I was in the Range Rover, which is such a nice Range Rover. It's off cream leather interior with silver chrome panelling and heated seats. So it is really, really comfortable. The guy in the passenger seat offered me a swig of brandy, which I thought I'd best decline. Um, anyway, before I knew it, I was being led along the same corridor at a blindfold. Uh, I knew it was the same corridor because it smelt of pine wood and bleach, very distinctive. And then I sat again with a banjo in each hand and a blanket draped over my shoulders like, like a member of the IRA, you know, but with banjos. After a while, I just decided to take the blindfold off and Matt Hancock was kneeling two meters away so it was just staring at me and it was quite disconcerting my instinct was to look for a door and leave but I just couldn't see one I think it must have been you know some one of those safe rooms that they have but then 
Hancock produced a small knife and started to cut his arm. I jumped on him and somehow managed to disarm him and then he bit me and I screamed, but he shoved his fist in my mouth to silence me. Then he started to shake with such intensity, I thought he was going to have a fit, so I held him as tight as I could and this turned into me rocking him on the floor like a child. But, you know, the cut wasn't that bad and a nurse appeared and bound the wound, didn't say a word and then just left us. So I got the banjos out and I held one towards him, but he just looked at the floor, uninterested. So I, you know, I just tentatively asked him if he was okay. And his face sort of lit up. Nobody has ever asked me that question, he replied. Well, are you okay? I, I repeated, you know, he said, he said, no. What's wrong? I asked. He looked at me and then the words just sort of came tumbling out of his mouth. And he said, I met a bloke in a pub in Wolverhampton that offered him a huge contract to make PPE worth millions. All right, I said, you know, what's wrong with that? I'd never met him before, he said, and, and it turns out he was a pornographer. He made the PPE to a very high standard, but printed loads of photographs of tits and dicks on, on the front of it for a laugh. Um, you know, I didn't know what to say, you know. Um, and then he said, yeah, and obviously I can't ask NHS workers in care homes to wear that. And I can't tell the PM because he'll just think I, I'm stupid. So it's in storage in a big yellow storage in New Malden. And then he started crying again. And he told me that if the press found out, he'd be, be toast. Yeah, he was sobbing. So I just let him cry for a bit, you know. And then after a bit, he gathered his composure. And, and so then I got the banjos out of their cases and we made a start on a few basic chords. And again, you know, his face just lit up when he realised he could strum and make a you know, passable noise on it. And then I gently sang, When I'm cleaning windows as he strummed, you know, a few chords and even changed key. It was like he was witnessing the birth of his first child, you know. He really is very damaged, Brian. So I'm not sure we should do anything other than help him, really, at the moment. Um, I'm not sure he's in the right place for business decisions, you know. Um, that's just my take. That's just my take. OK, mate, uh, speak soon. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. 
Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, Roger. It's Brian. Okay, mate, so we're on. Um, I've spoke to Laszlo, and uh, he's got a contact in Krakow who is happy to take all the PPE with dicks and tits on off Matt Hancock's hands. Laszlo assures me that they don't have the same sort of uh, hang-ups about photos of, of tits and dicks on PPE as, you know, as, as we would here. So if the quality's good, uh, then they'll, they'll take it off the government's hands, no problem. I mean, uh, you know, if it's just sat there doing nothing, then, then you know, what's the harm? Um, this does all depend on you, Rog, and uh, I'll, I'll just add to that that this could be worth an absolute fucking fortune, uh, Roger. You know, I'm talking life-changing money here uh, if we get this right. And, and, you know, obviously, obviously, I'll cut you in fair and square. Um, all I ask is that next time you teach teach Matt Hancock the banjo um, you tell him that you know somebody who can take the PPE with Dixon Tits on off his hands um, I would do it myself uh, but I think I really do think that you've uh, you've got his ear now and he trusts you uh, which is great so so this is what I'm going to do um, if you can pass on Laszlo's email address um, it won't be his email address but an email address and a phone number, and, and we'll, we'll take care of the rest, Rog, OK? This is it, mate. This is the big one. Cheers, Rog. Bye. Hello, Brian. Uh, Roger here. So, um, I, I think Matt Hancock's on medication now because he seemed loads calmer um, today. We're making steady progress. Um, you know, it's four steps forward, two steps back kind of thing. But he's obviously been practising, which is really good. It's very encouraging. Um, he really wanted to do some Oasis songs, which, you know, they don't sound great on the banjo, let's be honest. But um, he's the health secretary, so who am I to judge? So um, we we had to go at Wonderwall. Um, you know, it was hit and miss. <laughs> About 15 minutes towards the end of the lesson... Um, I found a moment to mention that I knew somebody who could sell the PPE with dicks and tits on um, to a contact in Krakow. I was nervous because, you know, I didn't know what he was going to say, but, um, but he was so medicated, he just stared into the middle distance and he just said, yeah, OK. And then he took took the number and the email address. So, yeah, I mean... Great. Fingers crossed, I suppose. Um, okay, bye, mate. <laughs> Hello, Roger. Fuck me, fuck, fuck me, fuck, fucking me. We've done it, we've done it, we've done the fucking deal with the British government to transfer a shitload of PPE with tits and dicks onto the Eastern European outlet. <laughs> He's paid me a deposit, Rog, which is in my bank. It's in my bank. 
Jesus can't in Christ watch. That's the easiest bit of business I've ever done. Okay, so this is what happens next to receive everything else. We, you, are about to become a very rich man, Roger. So he, he really doesn't want any press to find out. So he wants my best man to deliver the goods to crack off personally. That's you, Rog. So I will see to it that the tits and dicks PPE is loaded onto the truck from the yellow storage in New Malden. All you have to do is get it to the contact in Krakow. Once you get there, you'll get half a million pounds on delivery. <laughs> Hancock has taken care of all the paperwork and it'll be green lights all the way through Europe, no bother. That's guaranteed. And that's it. Okay, great. Cheers, Rog. <laughs> I'm off the ferry, Brian. I'm off the ferry and I'm driving to Poland. I've got all the uh, I've got all the gear in the back of the van. I sailed through customs. They just waved me through, didn't even check anything. Nothing, nothing. Good old Matt. Oh my god. Oh my god. Uh, I left really, really quickly though, so all, all I've got is the petty cash you gave me for the petrol and some food for the journey, but I can't believe it when I arrive in Poland, I'm going to be rich. I can't believe it. I can't believe this is happening to us, mate. After we, all we've been through, I, I don't think I've ever been this happy. I, I, I mean, I just, I'm spending the money in my head, if I'm honest. I'm I could cry, I could cry. I bet I can get Claire back now. I bet you she'll come back to me. Oh my God, I'm going to make sure Jamie wants for nothing ever again. I'm going to get him everything he needs, honestly. Oh my God. And of course, you know, I'm going to give some to various charities because, you know, that's just, it's good karma. I don't need all of it, but I just, oh my God, the, the relief. Oh. I'm so happy, mate. I couldn't thank you more. Oh, honestly. Oh, I'm just going to take a nice gentle drive through Europe to Poland now. <laughs> okay, mate, I'll speak to you soon. <laughs> oh, bye, mate. George Ranshaw, he went to town. He went to town on a monkey's back. He went to say with an empty cell, and he was in the brought his name to. Roger Underhill, you little cunt of joy. <coughs> I'm fucked. <coughs> you can give it all to charity, Roger. You saint, if you fucking want to, can't face, couldn't give a fuck. So this little piggy hasn't slept for a while because I sent Caleb out to get as much cocaine as he could and I've been holed up with six 19-year-old IT students taking a lot of cocaine. A lot of cocaine. And then 
I sent for the horse. And by the magic of the internet, four Russian key workers turned up at our student accommodation and went swiftly to work with burning wax and whips. The boys, um, even in their coaxed-up state, they couldn't really handle it. And they drifted away into the ether. But I can't get enough, Roger. I can't get enough, Roger. They all put a strap on on and they all had a go on me. Taram tara, taram tara, taram tara. So I'm going to buy a white Rolls Royce now and maybe get some metal teeth. Cheers, Raj. Hello, uh, Brian, mate. It's uh, it's Roger here. Um, so, yeah, look, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I know I'm sorry to disturb you. I know you're having, you know, like the time of your life and stuff, but... Um, I've arrived in um, Poland um, and uh, it's really cold, one thing, but um, there's just, I think there's a bit of a confusion uh, here. So um, I just wonder if you could get in touch and just, because um, I, I think I need to get Laszlo to sort, um, sort something out here. So um, if you could um, get back to me and um, uh, yeah, and we can, we can hopefully work this out. Um, Okay, mate, um, as you were. <laughs> okay, bye. Hello, Brian, it's Roger again. Um, I don't, uh, I phoned you about three hours ago, mate. Um, I don't know if you got my message um, or not. Um, I just wondered if you'd managed to speak to Laszlo yet because, um, yeah, as I say, there's just a bit of a confusion this and I think, I think there's a problem uh, with the money. Um, and, and there's a, obviously there's a there's a translation issue. So I don't really understand what they're uh, saying to me. Um, but they said I, I, the, the the upshot is I, I'm getting paid, but I just there's the, I'm not sure. Anyway, look if you if you can get back in touch with me because uh, I'm getting a bit hungry. <laughs> I, need, I need to I need to become rich. Um, um, yes. Okay, mate. Okay, bye. Uh, hello, Brian. It's Roger. Um, just, um, just checking in. Really, just, um, I really do need to speak to Lasno, mate, because um, something really weird has happened. Um, um, a big lorry has turned up um, with loads of like um, parts in it. I don't know. I don't. I, I think they want me to drive it back to England. Um, I don't. I. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. So if you could just give us a call, that'll be great. Thank you, mate. Hi, hi, Roger. It's Brian. Um, sorry, it's been a few weeks, but um, it's been bonkers this end. Okay, so uh, obviously when. Uh, you have to get these deals through quickly. There were um, a few terms and conditions and caveats and what have you, which were were put through a bit cack-handedly, to be honest, and unfortunately, you know, necessary to, to get the deal over the line. Uh, one of those caveats, as you'll have no doubt discovered, is um, 
you're you're going to be paid in Polish secondhand tractor parts. It's the only way we could get get the deal over the line, mate. So um, so sorry about that. But the good news is that the Polish tractor parts market, according to a, a distant sources, is really buoyant apparently, which is cool. Um, but unfortunately, you can't take those parts out of the country because of fucking Brexit. So it's um, it's just so much paperwork. Now, the the best way to shift the stuff is probably at auction. But I appreciate that, you know, you won't know what you've got and, and what it's worth, etc. So it's it's probably worth staying in Krakow for a while and uh, getting your head around the tractor market. Yeah. Um, if it's any consolation, uh, not long after my binge, the, um, the feds turned up and they explained that it, it wasn't Matt Hancock's call to, uh, sell the PPE with tits and dicks on it. Um, and they took the money back, but I, uh, I, I did get a, a new Subaru with a, a personalized number plate. It says Silk One which is cool. Uh, Okay, mate. Bye. Written by and starring Dan Skinner and Harry Peacock. Produced by Joel Morris. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.